but I'm saying the appreciation is is starting to hit is increasing quite a bit. Yeah. <laughs> As you leave, <laughs> once you start it. <laughs> Stake my claim and peace out. <laughs> welcome back, welcome back. Episode 32. 3, 2, shout out to Classic Shack. Orlando Shack. Facts. That was 32, right? He, what, he, did, he had 33 what? there once, right? Hmm? He, no. He was never nah. 33? Oh. Nah, he was... 32 and then 34. Ah, 34. He was 33 with the uh, cat. He was 33 somewhere. Maybe. No, no, no. No, because Kareem no was 33, right? Uh, Who else was? Alonzo was. Ewing was. No, Alonzo might have been double zeros. Patrick Ewing was definitely 33. I know he didn't get 33 with the Lakers. No. Nah. He couldn't. 34. Yeah. He couldn't get 33 because it was retired. But um, but I digress. Yeah, I totally forgot what I was saying. What was I saying? Mm-hmm. It was, you were saying it. You're supposed to listen. I'm not. You're supposed to listen and remind me. Not when I got things to say of my own. No. All right. <clears throat> Whatever. Whatever's right. Anyways, oh, I was mid-intro. Episode 32. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, I believe, what, last episode we did... The clips, that was a throwback. That was really exciting. A couple of very dated sounding records on there, but for the most part, it was fire. Very. Uh, we haven't actually decided what album we're doing today, but uh, either way. You're not supposed to announce that. They call me Reem, and I'm here with Reek. Hello. Good evening. This is 10 Second Reviews. After Dark. We pick an album, <laughs> <laughs> listen to the first 10 seconds of each record. We just we should have a lip service. Determine how it feels. We should get a girl to start her own. Well, it's not gonna be her own, but it's like we'll do a fifteen minutes. Just turn the camera to the side, and then she'll be over there on some like. This is my fifteen minutes. <laughs> There's four ratings for the records: <laughs> green, blue, white, and red. Uh, I guess five M M black, but that's more of a album thing. The uh, the colors get points. Three, two, one, and zero. If you get three reds in a row, three zeros in a row, you get a black chip, and your review is over. Yeah, I think it's best that you continue to do this because and, uh, I'm gonna go somewhere <laughs> that's not the end. At the end of the show, we tally it all up, average it out, and we give the album a score. If you get a two and a half, a score out of three, a two and a half to three is a green. Which means it's muy fuego. That means it's mean. Mean. Two green. to two and a half mean is blue. That means it's definitely worth listening through. Mm-hmm. Uh, one and a half to two is a white. It, means, ah, it might even have some bangers on there. It means it's, ah, it's skippable. And, you know, do yeah. what you want with that. Anything under that, you just don't even, don't even bother with yeah, it. If you got a red. Don't even search for it. Just leave it alone. Matter of fact, you should report it to Apple Music or wherever you're listening to it on. Spotify, Tidal, uh, SoundCloud. You should report that as inappropriate. I mean, honestly, the only way someone would be able to get uh, under a one and a half is if they had mad reds, but that just weren't back to back. So somehow got a white or something in the middle. <laughs> That's what, hey, if it's an album like that, where it's two reds, one white, two reds, one blue, two reds, one white, two reds, one white, then uh, yeah. We got to flag that as inappropriate behavior on uh, streaming platforms. Yeah. As simple as that. Yeah. No, Shot, no, no. Shots fired. It's already too quiet. You got to hit it hard. Uh, you're right. I was just trying to let him know what it might be. Mm. Hey. <laughs> the, the del- I feel it. I feel it. Um, yeah, I do have a... Extremes prepare you for the rest of life. They do. Would you like to expound? Um. <clears throat> well, one of my theses is, you know what, hold on, I need you to carry this for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to say something deep? <clears throat> you got it. <laughs> that's something that, uh, I feel like that's something Dick Gregory would do. Yeah. Say right. something mad deep. And be like, take it away. And, and, and pepper <laughs> with aggressive. Nigga. <laughs> 
Yeah, and just walk out the room. Take it away, y'all. Sick um, of y'all. But no, I, yeah. One of my my theses is it theses or thesis? Thesi, whatever. Uh, the source. One of my theories about life. <laughs> one of them is that um, you pick where you want to go. You do, and then you're presented with um situations, obstacles, whatever, whatever that uh yeah yeah. You're presented with appropriate challenges mm-hmm. that prepare you for where you want to go. Yeah. Sometimes those are extremes. And uh, those extremes make the rest of life easy. Because once you get through it, then when it shows up later, you're prepared. But a lot of times, you know, when we pick really big goals, we're grossly unaware of what it will actually take to get there, which is fine because there's no way to know. But for me, remembering what the long-term goal is always gives context to whatever is going on in my immediate presence. So that way it makes it, I can yeah. say, oh, okay, I'm learning this because I want to go there. Yes, and I then, feel that. And uh, it's, it's served me quite well. Um, yeah, I mean, even since we've been kicking it, I've been able to, you know, jump up a few strata. I'm not quite, I'm not quite where I want to be. But um, and that's that's really what it is. Every every time something comes up, I always think of it as what I can take from it to apply to the destination. Because I don't really believe we can choose the path, but we can choose the destination. The path is gonna go where where it needs to go to get us there. Yeah. But we can say where we want to go, and we can change our minds too. Like next week, I could be like, no, nah, I won't do it no more. I want to, you know, be the world's greatest unicyclist, but unlikely. I feel. Oh yeah. It's Yeah. Yeah. You how can I say this? Pressure makes diamonds. You have to Yep. Pressure busts pipes or makes diamonds. Exactly. So once you say you want to do something, it's like that's what I was gonna say. I went blank for a second. Marathon. And you have to look at marathon or the the war versus the battle. Mm. And you have to understand which is a victory, like which victory is a battle. Well, they're all battles because the war isn't won until you did. To be completely honest. Facts. So. And that's that's the other thing. Um. <clears throat> With regards to to death, you no one no one wins that that war. But exactly, you can you can win a lot of the battles along the way. You can win all the battles along the way. You're still gonna lose the the fight. I mean yeah. the, the war because Father Time is undefeated, and, and we know that. That's the funny thing about it is we all know that. Mm. True. It's what just it, how you accept it. Is, what it just made me think of was um. How Bruce Lee talks about you want to learn. It was in a movie. It's like, oh, you know, you want to learn how to kill, but you're not willing to die. Same thing. It's like you can't, you can never learn, you can never learn how to win. You can never win appropriately. You can never truly win until you learn how to accept defeat. Or really just never learn. Yeah, until you, you accept defeat. Learn, yeah, no, you have to learn how to accept defeat because everything is a skill. Facts. I was talking about this with my grandmother today. Everything is learned. Like mm-hmm. All behaviors, all actions, mannerisms, talking style, all that shit is learned. So, yeah. Everything you do, including your habits, are skills. Yeah. Yeah. So, defeat is a skill. <laughs> because there's sore losers. And winning is a skill because there's sore winners. Mm. You have to understand how everything comes back to balance. And like I was saying a few episodes ago about how I want to just be here. Because here is moving forward. If that makes sense. If I'm like this, I can get hit by the wind, push back. If I like this, I can start going into the ground. Mm, if I'm here, saying. I'm going smooth across. Because I'm just going through everything. And it sounds like, oh, but you're not paying attention to nothing. It's not that. It's that I take it. I'm trying to, I want to take it 
for what it is, whether it's a success or a loss, and understand why it's a success, why it's a loss, and then keep pushing forward, and then take those lessons. It's like, you know, when you play a video game mm. and you get stuck on a level until you memorize where the boss is going to be, and then you memorize when he's going to hit you and how to maneuver. It's like that, except imagine that instead of when you lose to the boss, you have to start over. You just get up and keep going. Mm-hmm. And now you have to take into account that that fight that you had with the boss, that was the battle. And you have to take from that to the next boss. The next it's boss like Mega next Man. Boss. You ever played Mega Man? No. So Mega Man, so you start off in the beginning of the joint with the little pellets, you know, the, and then you go fight, let's say, Bomb Man, right? Ah, uh, yes. And then when you level beat up. Bomb Man, then you can shoot bombs out of your joint. And so the next level after that, you're jumping around, but like each boss is, is their weakness is another boss's power. So yeah. you start off with the little, and then eventually you have the, and you could just dominate. Nah, yeah. I was sometimes say. it's like little boomerangs, sometimes it's, I don't know, scissors. Like in Galaga, as you beat the level, it's like, oh, now you get double shots. Yeah, similar. Now you get spurty shots. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, that's that's literally what life is. That's why I like to say there's no one thing that I just want to do. I just want to be, I just want to continue to be successful and continue to improve and add discipline and consistency to the mix. Yeah, because success is growth at the end of the day because you grow to a point to where you can freak it. Right. So, yeah. Grow, people. Grow. Everything comes with a, uh, the opposite of what you're looking for. Shoot, who told me with the grill? What you lost me with that one? Where? Up top. All the way up top. Deontay, uh, Deontay Hitchcock. Hitchcock. Yeah. <laughs> no oh. feeling no Deontay Hitchcock. Um, no, I think I started listening to some of it the other day, and I was just like, eh. "Trouble Fitte." Uh, that seems. Oh, it's Trouble Fit. It's probably some party-ish. Let's do uh the Terrace Martin. Alright. Cause yeah, so Busta Rhymes just redropped his album with five more tracks. It was either that or Eric Bellinger. Uh we've been talking about terrorists for two episodes. Alright. I mean I'm not opposed, I'm just saying. <clears throat> oh oh. What? I thought you put T E R and Terrified came up and I was like, Oh, Terra he he did he worked on Terrified and uh-huh. I was like, Oh no, it's just a T E R. They call me disco. So we can do synthesize, they call me, or they call me disco. Let's see which one dropped when. That one has some dude named Rick Martin. Rick Ooh, I see BJ the Chicago kid. I know that he sings songs, which means we're going to have lyrics. (laughs) Yes. All right, this is February, which this is uh, nine tracks. All right, we can do the, uh, they call me disco. Rick Wilson and Terrace Martin. Yeah, shout out to Six him. Six tracks, 17 got, minutes, 30 seconds. He got on a disco um, hair piece, hair bonnet, you feel me? With a disco earring, rocking like in with a, the finger uh, stash. Sequin tank top. He looked like my homie. He looked like the guy that was, was my man. Make oh, it a nah, move, make it a move. Who's that nigga that's making a move? It's the shadiest round my back. Acting a motherfucking fool. Four, four packers. My packers. Singing these jacks. Back, put on my back. Left in the back. I have no idea. He's a mighty bad. You nigga was acting. What y'all thought it wasn't going to happen? Dub C. Uh, the guy that Dub C was describing in Militia Part 2. <laughs> um, Came out May 8th, 2020. <laughs> Walk, y'all know uh, I'm still Westside Connect game. He was like, peacoat, brownie, house shoes, and head nets. That's what he looks like. Yeah, he does. See, what up? it just takes me a long time to get to where I'm trying to get, Whoa. as it does everybody. 
it'll uh it'll shorten. It'll shorten it will. For you. That's the part of the growth. That's and that's the realization I came to with this podcast. Is I suck at talking, but I'm also amazing at talking. So this is my bridge. Okay. <laughs> and we'll leave it at that. <gasps> Martin. All right, track one. Featuring Wick, or Rick Wilson and Terrace Martin. They called me disco. Six tracks, 17 minutes and 30 seconds. I said 30, not 13. I know. You know I said all this already, right? This is why you do this first and I don't. Track one, <laughs> Breaking <laughs> Rules, featuring Corbin Dallas. Who the hell is that? What the hell is this? Oh, my bad. That's what happens if you don't check the audio. Apologies, y'all. Dude, I just heard some sound like my phone started ringing. Probably. You don't start over. You just do it this way. Oh, it is at zero. That's luscious. It is. You might might have to. I was getting I was getting a little bot feel. I was waiting for it to drop. That's luscious. What are we what are we giving at? I'm going green. Okay, 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 okay. You know why I'm going green? Cause it was mean. I'm going green because it reminded me of something that I would hear. Of a girl that you once knew? New. No. Oh. Prince. On the newer prints, the 2015 2016 release prints. Hmm. Have you heard Breakfast Can Wait? Nah, oh, fire! So fire. Oh, should it we do a Prince one. album? If we do, it has to be the one that has Breakfast Can Wait on it. Oh, we can't do the one that has uh nine volumes. No, oh, okay, we have to, we'll do that when we go on tour. And people and we had, were booked for like three hours. Then it's like, all right, we're gonna go through all eighty of these songs with y'all, like a lecture. <laughs> Yo, I don't, I don't uh, even know if I have that much uh that much knowledge to convey upon this music. I don't. <clears throat> yeah, me either. I'm gonna tell you straight up. I'm I'm giving you my mind off of ten seconds. It's gonna be the eighty-five South style. Uh, track two. Track. Don't kill the wave. Oh. If you, if you got no rhythm, baby, rhythm, baby. get about the wave. Don't kill the wave. All right. Yeah, don't kill that <laughs> motherfucking wave. Whatever you do, don't kill that wave, because I'm uh, on it. Hold on, I got to turn the volume up on the, uh, if you on the tell, sound effect. If you tell me, baby, I like don't that. kill that wave. I like that a lot. Don't kill that wave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that sounds appropriate. Yeah. That sounds appropriate. I'm so proud of that. I'm so, I'm so, I'm so proud of that. Um, that was a green, right? That definitely was a green. Right. It got right. me in that box. Had me feeling like we was about to hit roll bounce real quick. True. Hit a uh, cascade on this nice Thursday night, 7 p.m. All right. Don't forget your pick. Because if you fall, it will be lopsided. Like your game. <laughs> I would have been cold at 75. What do you mean? You would have been cold? You were 75? Would you? I would have been cold in 1975. Oh, oh, oh. oh. Okay. Let me, let me get a full circular afro on my head. I mean, and not have to cut my sideburns. Look, it's, it seemed like, well, you know what to do now to get it, so. I do. Uh, make make that thing happen. The problem is, I don't think my hair want to get that high no more. I, He's listen, slowly getting tired. I I kind of felt that way, and then I learned how to take care of it. So like, hey. One of these days, I'm going to make sure that I, I get it sculpted right before the show starts. Because by the end of this show, it's going to be. Coming with your Bob Ross? Yeah, yeah. That's cold. Yeah, that's cold. <laughs> that's cold, man. That's cold. All right, track Just like three. track two was cold. It gets a green. Now we on a track three because you want to move like this.
but I know how I'm gonna start. I love that. I, what I I'm thinking of, I know now. I feel, I now I know why started. you said it. It reminds you of Prince, because yeah. all all I'm all I'm imagining right now is a like a light drum fill, like a boom, and then a funky bass comes in, and then we just rocking. Mm-hmm. And then you hear uh, something. Oh, <laughs> Prince used to love them joints. The craziest, he used to just walk around stage just looking at people. I, I have I showed you the clip of his guitar solo. On when he's on TV, he just threw the guitar up in the air and it never came down. Yeah, legendary, amazing. It's a legend. There was amazing. somebody waiting for that move in the rafters, and I think it was a fan. I mean, maybe, but in the moment, you're not thinking about that. He just kills a solo, throws a guitar in the air, hits a full spin. It's gone. Done. Gone. <laughs> That's fire. He's like, show's over. Stagecraft. Show is over. Did uh. Huh. What else? You, have you seen also the clip? Uh, I think it was James a James Brown concert. Yes, I told you about this one. This is one yeah. I told you about. It was him, Michael Jackson. It was James Brown's concert. Yeah. And he first he brings out Michael Jackson, who's just chilling in the yeah. front row for whatever reason. Oh no! He, oh, stop! Stop! He's chilling in the front row. Stop, James. <laughs> He's literally chilling in the front row, like no security. And sunglasses, and it's like no one recognized him until he's like, "I got Michael in the crowd." There's no way because he didn't he have the uh, the glove yes. on and everything. He but was, I think he probably had like a a big ass drape over him that maybe. made him look like an empty seat. But <laughs> it was like, "Don't sit in that seat; it's broken." Is this Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, it's like, "Y'all don't touch that seat; it's broken." And it's like, "All right." Just, and then Michael's, it's like Michael's down there. And it's like, but he had to jump up on stage before the white people could see him and try to grab him and eat his blackness. So he got up on stage. He does like two minutes. Two minutes. Oh, I lied. He does three. But he doesn't sing a song. He's just like, ah, ah. he's just doing his runs, just yeah, yeah. going along with the band who's improvising right now. Yeah. Women are passing out. Dudes are pissing their pants. It's amazing. Then coked up James Brown comes back because you know he was off everything right then. Just grabs the mic. He like grabs the mic calmly out of Mike's hand. He's like, thank you, Mike. Thank you. We also got Prince in the building. Prince, where you at? Prince. <laughs> He's, he calls for Prince for like five minutes. Prince! He's Prince! Prince! Somebody get Prince! Prince! Right. If it, I was watching. I was like, Prince ain't there. I think he told himself that Prince was there. Yeah. <laughs> or Prince told him I'm going to come and then didn't, and then didn't, and show, then didn't up. show up. Yeah. And then Prince calmly just walks from like backstage with like a vest and no shirt on and a lollipop. You know how Prince used to get down. <laughs> He has the black. Sh- he has the black YG shades on before they were the YG shades. They really the Prince shades. Comes in with them black. Actually, they really the Ice T shades because Ice T popularized them joints. Prince made them like, oh shit, you can't see his face. Then Ice T was like, oh, we can buy a pair, right? Because he looks good, but he ain't Prince. But they both light skin, and they both had ponytails. Just had at to some take point it there, didn't you? I don't know why you offended. I'm not. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's say you about the same complexion as that mic cap. <laughs> Golden brown. <laughs> but back to my story. So Prince comes up. Prince has no instrument, right? He just takes like the lead guitarist guitar. Yeah. I mean, it's Prince. What you it is do? Prince. What oh, are you going to nah, do? Nah, fam. You can't chill out. Chill out, B. No, no, no. no. But and of course he's going to take it. But he didn't wait for... I don't think he waited for James Brown to be like, hey, Prince, can you do something for us on stage? Like, he just walked out after five minutes. Hit him with the Marshawn like, Lynch. Give me that. Yeah. Like, you know why I'm here. Just like, mm-hmm. just like before, Cuz didn't even re- realize that Prince was right there. Prince is like taking it off of him. He's like, like the strap. <laughs> and it's like, oh shit, Prince. He, Prince disrobed him on stage. And you know what he did with that guitar? He took it home, hung it up on the wall, and bought a new one. Shit. Bet you he never played it again. How, how could you? If you're a true guitarist and Prince has played your guitar, that guitar is retired now. <laughs> you saved that for when you down in life and you sell that for $6 million. <sighs> but yeah, you're right. Prince plays, he don't even do like a full chord. He just like scratches. Like he does like the, eh, eh, like he's doing that on the guitar. And he starts like convulsing on the guitar. Like he's like going crazy. He rips the vest off. Basically, all he does is upstage Mike, he and then he does, walks off the he stage. He does what only Prince can do. He, he upstaged Mike. That was the goal. Of course, because that's why I took He probably sat back there for five minutes. Oh, what am I going to do to get this man? 
No, no, no. He had Mike, a plan. Mike just hit his riffs. I got to do something. He had a plan. He didn't know he was coming up on stage that day. You know why Mike got called first? Because Prince was supposed to be sitting next to Mike. Prince was like, nah, I'm going to be backstage. I told you James <laughs> be right. coked up. He only called it on who he know in the crowd. He saw that drape. That Mike, they coordinated all right. this. All right. All right. Yo. Look, bro. This story is taking on a life of its own. Uh-oh. As all stories do. Chicago Bay. I almost had one of those when I was in college my freshman year. You almost had a baby in Chicago? No, a Chicago Bay. Oh. I was going to say, didn't you go to Penn State? What? You Penn. No, but I Penn U? I appreciate the, uh, what's the word? The consideration. It's a great school. No, my freshman year of college, I went to Tuskegee. Tuskegee. And then I finished at UMass. I know it was you something up there. But, you know, Penn Because I've seen nice. the picture downstairs. It's you something up there where it's cold. Mm-hmm. But up there. Well, yep. That's where I graduated from, the University of Up There Where It's Cold. Sounds about right. <laughs> All right. Track four, Chicago Bay. I got you. You got me. He should have got Don Tolliver, but I love it. Because I feel like if you're going to do that voice now, you, Don Tolliver got it on lock. Yeah. And BJ the Chicago kid. That's the only time I've heard him sing like that, too. He usually just sings in a normal voice. His mm. voice is a little bit higher, but that was weird. He should have. He, yeah, that that was a perfect Don Tolliver feature. Hmm. And then that brings Don Tolliver into this world, and it brings the fans of this to Don Tolliver. Unique voice. See I'm how you sure mash things up. If I'm blue or green on this one, I want to be green, but BJ the Chicago kid is making me blue. <laughs> I got you. You got me when I come to your town. I got you. You got me when I come to your town. That's how real niggas get. Because it yeah. sounds like he had. I'm sorry to cut you off. Nah, go but ahead. It sounds like he was having trouble staying on tempo. And they had it, to do, do it does sound correcting. it does sound like he's trying to find an alternative pocket, but the the drum loop and the feel of it is great. The, his voice, his his choice of I guess was that tone it is it is throwing me off a little bit. And it's the fact that he chose that and tried to like freak it, and it's like that's already not you. Yeah. So you you freaked you, and then you said, "I need a double freak on it." Yeah, but yeah, that's why I wanted to give it the green because it has that. You know what it reminds me of a little bit? A boy is a gun off of Igor. We have to do Igor. <laughs> we ha- okay. we've been talking about. We didn't do Igor. Nah, I don't think we've done any Tyler. No, we. I don't think we've done any Tyler. That can't be right. Like, literally, that can't be right. Um, well, shit, we almost done this. We can slide over to Igor. It's only like fourteen, <laughs> twelve. Is it? It's short, but that reminds me of a boy as a gun a little bit. The way the drums come in, it's like mm. jumping. Cause please don't shoot me down. Please don't shoot me down. Mm. <clears throat> Motherfucking dangerous. Yeah, but I'm I'm gonna go blue on it. All right, that was track four, right? Yeah, that's where I was at. I was I was blue. Seems like it's gonna get a good score though. Yeah, hold up. What what was the name of track three? Move like this. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Oh. So track five. Before you let go. That's exactly what I thought of. Featuring Malaya. Malaya. You got me again, Terrace. I wish I could hear more of more of the whole composition in this first bit, but there's more to discover. He at least, at least the blue for me. I definitely like the pocket. Yeah, he should do a project called "Her Stay at the Terrace." Go on. You know, her you, stay at the terrace. Her like H E R her. If he and her did a uh, project together, that would be fire. It didn't have to be. It wouldn't have to be on no oh, romantic shit. Oh, I just. <laughs> you just got it. Her stay, stay at, the at the terrace. Yep. 
And then they could just yep. vibe out. And then they could call Kate to do the uh, cover art. Good photo shoot. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what. I don't know what that was either. Yeah, I, it's all good. I was hoping that I didn't say anything, but I did. <laughs> yeah, right. I'll say blue. blue too. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't move me as hard as one, two, or three. Nope. Uh, track six, Beyond Me. Do you just believe what your eyes see? What your eyes see? This is like super funky. Ooh. Ooh. You know, I need sometimes. You get a better budget so you can afford some more pocket worthy names. What do you mean? Cause, oh, you mean like the artist? Yeah. Mm. She didn't really sound like. Yeah, she really found the the tone or like the cadence she wanted. Maybe it yeah. didn't sound bad, but it didn't sound like yeah, that was like you yeah know, the definitive final cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a a, a demo. Yeah. There you go. That sounds like it was one of the better ones that they took from. You know what this makes me think of in a good way though. You know, sometimes you you lay in the bed and you close your eyes and you're spinning. Yes. So you can feel the world spinning. I love that. That's what it meant. That's that's the that's the vibe I got from the track. It's like you drunk, but you're not drunk. Or when you drunk, and you're about to go to sleep, that's, but you're not about to throw that's up. That's funny. So when I was little, six, seven, eight, I could I could go there at will. I lay down in the bed and I just close my eyes and relax enough. I could feel the whole world spinning, and then it went away, as most of our childhood skills do. You know I said that's being in tune with the universe, brother. Now yeah. you're corrupted. And then it, I didn't get that back until one day I was just I was just off a lot, and I was just like I feel the world spinning too much. And you're like, oh, this is like that time I was seven. Just about. I didn't throw up, but I, I definitely say, told myself I'm never doing this. Again. Usually, when the world starts to spin in a good way, you don't throw up. Nope. Until after you wake up the next day. Interesting. If you have to throw up, it will be the next day. But when it starts spinning and it's aggressive and it's like you on the, the tilt a whirl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when you on the tilt a whirl, that's when it's like. <laughs> you know, I used to love that was my favorite thing at Six Flags. Oh, I never went on. I loved it. Oh, because you, me. you came down hard like G Force, and then when you're in the air, it's like uh, Wait, wait, wait. Are you talking about the one that's the big the big disc that you just yes. Oh, that's not what I thought you were talking about. I thought you were talking about the one that's like a gyroscope. So you're in the middle and it spins in every direction. It's just you on spinning on every axis. That's what I thought you were talking about. Oh no, that's not a tilt a world. That's called a fucking yeah, uh I've been on a tilt a tilt a worlds are fun. Those are amazing. The gyroscope thing is no. Yeah, that's not a ride. That's a an experience. Yes. Like you have to go somewhere separate to do that. Like you can't go to your local. You can even go and slightly bungee jump at King's Dominion. They have that thing where they pull you up in the harness and it's like and just the sock you. and they drop you and there's a swing and it kind of just swings you. But they pull you up pretty goddamn high. Oh, where it, yeah, you just whoosh. Yeah, they have that at King's Dominion. Yeah. I want to uh I want to do more stuff like that. I always, those videos where folks do the slingshot joint and somebody either freaks out or passes out are always funny. I want to try that too. They are hilarious and I'd be looking at them and I'd be like, you know. That's why you have to do it. I have to do it with the right person. I'll go. No, you're not the right person. Damn. Because you going to not pass out laughing at me. So you're not even going to experience it. I am going to I need somebody that's going to be able to block me out and experience it for themselves, and they trip out too. We both need to be screaming for our dear lives. What you think? I'm gonna just sit there all on 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 about. No, my, we're gonna my shoot my up, own. and you're gonna think this scream, and then I'm gonna like, oh Jesus, and you're gonna look over, and you're just gonna start dying laughing for yep. the entire thing, and you're not even gonna like pay because that was the first time I rode a roller coaster because I used to be scared of roller coasters. <laughs> I got on, and my friend said something hilarious, and I was dying laughing so hard that like the only thing I really felt on the roller coaster was like a little bit of the stomach drop from the dip. And then I was just going around and it was just shaking and I'm laughing. And then it was like, oh, it's over. Then the oh. second time I got on a roller coaster, I was cussing like a month. I was right next to my mother. I was like, shh, because I, did, I didn't like it. Which I, one was it? It was the Dominator. Oh, yeah. The first roller coaster I rode was the Joker. I like roller coasters to just take off. Yeah. Like, I don't like it when it creeps up 
and it gives you the time to think about like the three, mistakes two, that you've made. No, not even that. Y'all buckled in? <laughs> like that. Don't let me know. Aw. Take off. No, nah, but that's the funny one. Because that, that's why I like cars to go fast. I think it was... That's not why I like cars to go fast, because I like cars to go fast. But, yeah. I, I see the correlation you were drawing. I, I know what you mean. I, I'm not a huge... Wooden, wooden coasters yeah. scare me because they shake in a way that yeah, makes me feel uncomfortable. I never, I've, I've never gotten on a wooden roller coaster the, in my life. The creep up will. is always... Cause, Cause then you stop. That's I. That's yeah. No. I used to want to ride in the front of coasters, but then what happens is you end up halfway down the drop before everything comes. So like you go up, it's the creep, creep. You're like, oh, I'm at the highest point, and you keep creeping, keep creeping, and then and then you're basically hanging forward before it goes. Yeah. So if you're in the back or the middle, which is, you're just you're scared, and then all of a sudden, especially if you're, if you're in the back, you're still on the on the rise. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're just like, nah. The front seat is low key the scariest. Is it? Because. I guess, you get yeah. that sense of security of like, well, when the fuck are we going to release? Oh, shit, we released. And y'all the first ones to kind of get that speed. And the speed yeah. is all behind you. So you only going to go faster. Yeah. Until you get to the part where it starts to slow you down. The, I like the front on the takeoff. <laughs> I think that's how they're designed. It's exactly how they're designed. I was breaking um, it down on the yeah. eighth grade level. See, I'm the Drake of architecture. Respect. What can you say? Not much. So, the ones that take off, straight yes. up. I love to be in the front in those because usually... Yeah, you're just out of there. You're just out of there. And usually those do a whole bunch of flips and rotates and turtles and shit. Yeah. When you're in the front, you don't feel like you're going to hit one of them poles. Because when you're like in the middle, you see everybody else's head like kind of close to the shit. When you're in the front, you just see the pole, and then it's over your head. Oh. Everybody else, you get to see how close it is to your head. And it's like, oh. Do you look where the coaster's going, or do you look everywhere else? I used to close my eyes. <laughs> okay. But I would be fully, like, open. Like, yeah. I would close my eyes, and it was mainly because yeah. most of the drop roller coasters. The takeoff ones, I never closed my eyes, because you just take off. It's like, I imagine yeah. it to, like, being in a car that just takes off. You just go. Yeah. And then it starts convulsing in the air. But... I used to close my eyes once I got to a certain point in the sky. Like, once we were high up enough, I was like, oh, yeah, I don't need to see us flipping like this while I'm this high because I'm going to feel like I'm going to fly out. Now, I'm watching everything. Now, yeah. really, the only, like, right part now. that jump, really, the only part that, like, gets me is, like, the takeoff and then the first, not even the takeoff, that first, like, loop. That's the one I'm like, oh, shit, all right, we on it now. And then I kind of adjust to it, and then it just feels like I'm, getting a nice yeah. breeze and it's lovely i remember the first time i went on a big coaster uh it was i think i was sitting next to my mom's boyfriend's son and what a lineage right well you know i'm skinny so i don't always i don't always get the pressure of the of the lap bar because mm -hmm. it, was, it was a sit down coast not a shoulder strap yeah i think so this, this is probably why i prefer the, the shoulder strap coasters now because shoulder strap joints you you in and you just whatever yeah so there was at least a four inch gap and so we start rolling. I'm just two arms hugging the bar. He's he's leaning over, like, "Are you okay? Are you okay?" I'm like, yeah, I'm I fine. don't fit. Because <laughs> I, I legit feel like I'm just I'm gonna stand up and just float out on a hill. Like I'm out of here. Nah, yeah, I yeah. feel that. Are yeah. you okay? Look at me. Yeah, both my legs are in one seat. But <laughs> it definitely didn't stop me from going on coasters, though. Of course not. Yeah, it's weird. I talk all this shit about adrenaline junkies and being someone that likes to chase all that, but. When you do it, you love it. It's fun in the moment. It's just after the moment, I'd be like, oh, no, thank you. No, thank you. Like, I, it's fun while I'm doing it, but it's like, sometimes I go to, like, it's not dizzy. worth the lead up. Interesting. In the sense of, well, like, if you got to wait in line for 45 minutes, man. Yeah. That, or it's like, I got too much time to sit here and think about it. That's why I say, I'll do all that shit when I got the money to just go do it. Like, I got to plan yeah. a trip with this shit, man. I think I went to Kings Dominion one time, and my only objective was to ride all of the metal coasters, and I think I was able to do it. Like, the Mind Eraser, it's everything. Possible. It's very possible. That, you know, Mind Eraser was, isn't even Mind Eraser anymore. It was packed. What is it? It's like the rocket. That's stupid. But I, got, I definitely had the, I, I had the, I just rode them until I got the dizzy, and then as soon as the dizzy died down, rode another one. Did we do uh, track six? Track six. I guess so. 
We did. Nice. All right. Well, I guess it's that means it's math time. Hmm. What's uh? Oh. Was there one uh? There's one blue or two blues? One. Ooh, no, a, two. Two. Might, might be a high score. Might be a high. There's two blues. I'm sorry. I wonder what uh huh. I'm about to test something today. Because that means <coughs> the, the total points is bless you, Gesundheit. The total, the total points are uh sixteen, right? Yes. Sixteen right. divided by Two seven. I like that. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Oh, the math. The math is identical either way, because I did. Uh, I just divided the sixteen points out of the eighteen total possible. See, I messed up at first, and I divided another two seven. Whoa, yeah, yeah, yeah. Baby. But I initially instead of dividing it by six, I divided by four, and I was like four point oh. How no. the fuck did he get so perfect? How? It's not. It's not possible. It's impossible. But shout that's, out to Terrace Martin for the. Uh, I have to go back. Or sorry, Terrace Martin. And Rick Wilson, yes. for the little bop the collection, vibes, you know, nice for little the, bop for the for the bop collection, nice little bippity bop. Hey man, I, I, nice I like that. Bippity bop. So, uh, just for the sake of fun and entertainment, you want to do these extra five off the Buster? There's another five. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm saying. He just dropped this extinction level event too. The Wrath of God Reloaded. Oh, might as well. That's what I was saying before. Cause the last year, so yeah, we'll start on whatever uh, track three is. I'm sorry, not track three, twenty three. Buster part two. Will you remember that this is on the other side? Um, sure. Is there space on the front side? There is, but I didn't want to disrespect Buster by giving him a little corner. But he has a whole nother page. Yeah. See, that's my issue. What? I'm be thinking about every detail of everything. Disrespect no, and bust issue. on a that's piece a of paper point. they don't never see. Okay, that maybe that's a little much, but I I feel your point. Yeah. I'll just know that I may not look at the backside, so I'll forget. That's why I asked. Yep. Exactly. Details, baby. It's the key to success. One of them. Yeah. One it's of the seven million. Say something. Yeah. <laughs> or somebody says something is always the key to success. Yeah. Yo, that's the key that did it for me. No, but it's I think, not. I think the key, the key is the collection of a multitude of them. I feel like when people say that, they just had the same type of realization. What do you mean? It's like they are seeing themselves in you when you, like when it clicked for them, that thing that you said, uh, yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that was the key for me then. And it's like, nigga, nigga, I'm still broke. What are you talking about? Stop playing with me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm at the wrong house. All right. Um, so we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna look at these last four tracks that got added on to to Busta's just recently released album. Uh, one of them features Eminem, which I was surprised he didn't get get on the original, considering he was once signed to uh, Aftermath. Uh, it's right. only four tracks. Yeah, did I say five? Yeah. I said five, didn't I? Mm-hmm. Where's the? We can let's verify the data. It is. I remember last track was Satanic. 22. Oh, deuce, what, the deuce. score. Is that what you're saying by the number? No, I just, no, no, no. Double checking the actual, uh, yeah. Okay. So he has four, four more tracks on the, the reloaded. So track 23, blowing the speakers. Let's see. Come on, give me a drum. Yeah, yeah. Well, his voice is raspy enough to be a drum in certain Yo, countries. That melody, though, the bells. It was pretty. The little horror movie bells. It was rather pretty. Rather pretty. Fuego. I can't lie there. It was rather pretty. Oh, and these four bonus tracks don't have any credits? <laughs> Not one. Okay. Uh, Not 
Well, that's a, that's a green for me. I love I love those bells. I'll give you that. All right, twenty four. Who are you? Everybody with the action till you hear the shit go and the situation happen. Shit get painful like a pregnant pussy with contractions. Every bitch get the scream and every nigga get the blackout. Yo, Jungle Beats. It's 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 Jaleel. That's right. Yeah. Jalil Beats, holla at me. I thought it was Jungle Beats too. For years. Years. Why didn't he? Well, it, it sounded beat good. I would have changed my name to Jungle Beats then. Yeah. But. That was yeah. hard. It started off on some uh. turn up. So does that mean he's, he's about to, is he about to increase his <laughs> score? <gasps> he's going to increase his score. Brother. Let's see. Brother. Let's see. Uh Brother. This is the first time that we've revisited an album too because we didn't finish it. Well, technically it's a new album, depending on how you count. It you, know, is. you know he was on a social earlier today or yesterday crying because apparently his album broke all these records. Um and I and He's I actually crying? Yeah, like full 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 tear. Is this recorded? Like yeah. can I find this on YouTube? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna watch this tonight. I will too. I just saw a picture of, of the, the tear. And he said it was, he was crying because his album broke a bunch of records. And I get it because his whole career he's been, like everybody loved him, but he didn't really get any of the numbers. He didn't really get the respect or acknowledgement. But now he drops his joint and. Who's the Chris Paul of the rap game? Everybody loves him. Everybody knows what he can do. Speaking of basketball, you see the video, those videos of Russ working out? No. Doing all kinds of. uh, stuff. He was doing. um, what are they called? They're like like plank walks, but with weights. So you know you do a plank and and um, you take your shoes off so your feet can slide or you sliders and you just walk. They might they might be called navy. I don't remember, but it's like a military. He thing. does know that the issue with his game is his touch, right? Right. That's that's my point. So he's he's in the gym showing his these workout videos. Look, y'all. But I'm getting rougher. Are you gonna work on your jumper? That's what I want to know. Like. That's Rush that's the remi- issue. If he had a if he had a jumper, he would be unstoppable. He looks like a young black Arnold Schwarzenegger in All his right. prime. <laughs> I don't look I, at their I don't faces. Know about that. Look at their faces next to each other. Yeah. They both got the gap. They both got a whole bunch of lines on their face. They're both the vascularity. Extreme not really vascular. They both just are just large. Like Russ has like cartoon muscles. Like they don't look real, but they're there. You know, he uh him and LeBron are like, well, they did a sports science on how hard they dunk. So one would presume that they're the two hardest dunkers. And LeBron is way bigger than Russ, but he just cocks his joints back so far. He's just violent with it. Yeah, and Russ be, like, grabbing the rim, too. LeBron yeah. just be, like, like he'll graze it. Most of his joints now are, like, or they'd be on, the slams. His wrist on the rim. Yeah. I never, that's. Oh, that shit gotta, hurts. It's got to be painful. That's when you jump higher than you plan to. Yeah, I know about that. Yeah, not the two I, mile. I, I've done that once, and then I I blew the legs. I was like, "Oh shit, I'm up here." Oh damn, that's usually what happens. Because yeah. it's like, "Oh shit, I'm defying gravity right now." Yeah, pretty much. Even it's a dude, lot to comprehend. Even the dude that tried to fill the lane was like, "Whoa!" Yeah. I looked down at him, and I was like, <laughs> "Yeah." It's one of those moments where everyone just respects what's happening. Yeah, if you get the bucket, I blew the leg. No, that's when the coach ruins the moment. Was at the park, man. Oh, yeah. Well, if you're at the park, then, yeah, you can never miss. You can't even call the foul if you miss. I didn't. I don't call fouls if I miss. I didn't. And they would be like, call the fuck foul. He's hammering you. And I'm like, I didn't make the shot. Yeah. I don't want that, too. And they're like, but we could check it. And I'm like, oh, shit, that's right. <laughs> There's no free throws in the park. Yeah. I'm an unselfish, selfish player. Well, hope your dreams come true. Track 25. That was weird. Look, look. With all this imaginary shit these niggas are saying. Nope. I'm the great. Nope. Greatest bitch. And I'd rather. Red. Dang, red. <laughs> what you got for it? I was gonna say white. Greatest bitch. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. But I mean, honest, like, I want to say I'm gonna go back just to see how the rest of the track plays out, but I'm probably not going to. Track 26. 
Damn. We just gonna let that one go, Russ. I mean, Rob. Look, I don't forget his name. Bus. <laughs> All right, track twenty six. Calm down. That boss, that boss. Did you even put a number down? No. Yes. Okay. Calm down. What? Sorry, I let it rock too long. I that that went somewhere different than what I expected. Me but as well. I I am interested. I really am interested to hear where that goes because I was ready for the. You know who I'm? Yeah, that's what I thought it was going to do. I thought yeah, he was going to try to like trap it out. They freaked it. And they had Eminem it. rapping super fast. They freaked it with the Swiss with the Swiss drum loop. <laughs> I was about to say, check the credits. <laughs> There's no credits. That's probably why. But I I like that. I'm not gonna say I liked it, but I am interested in hearing what's that was a, that was that was a green for me just because most of the time when when now when folks sample old records that were popular, it's just like with the Tyrone, they just put 808s on it, but they actually let it start the way and build the anticipation for you to be either hyped because it's regular or upset because they copied it and then freaked it. I loved it. I didn't love it, but I am interested in hearing because right, well, this is a very good bpm for eminem yeah i just that's, hope he doesn't use that his new weird flow but it's yeah, all he has now. like wink, dunk, and it's like are you all right <laughs> <laughs> like he'd be like pausing <laughs> extra long in between his words yeah he does and he, I get the and he does uh, crazy. uh the the andre the andre 3000 but in a in a weird and exaggerated way but the thing is that it's still I he, love trust. he always rapped that way but he was way more fluid and fluent with it when he was still high all the time and then he got sober and got stiff with it it's because he's sober and by himself he was high and by himself he had imagination back then yeah now he's sober and by himself well either way now he has a beard we go i'm gonna, I'm gonna force the green on that one to, yeah. did you strong arm the red i'll yeah i'll let you get the green off but i was gonna say it's blue as a strong blue because Buster Rhymes and Eminem kind of eat in the same yeah. good BPM. Yeah. So I know Bus is gonna do his thing. So how many um how many more points is that? One, two, nine. So that puts it at fifty six divided by twenty six tracks. 56 divided by 26. I think. Uh, so he went from a 2-1 to a 2-2. Two, two. <laughs> Dang. He leveled up. He didn't leave the tax bracket, but he's getting inching and inching closer. Now all you got to do is release like five more reloads. Wait, the second clip. Uh-oh, Ruger. <laughs> Here's my melee. <laughs> My boot pistol. My melee. You stupid. I'll give you that. <laughs> you didn't give it to me. I know. I hit the wrong button. I'm sorry. That was the Lord talking. <laughs> that was, you know what? I'll give you that one. You get one Pashiro. That oh, earned God. one Pashiro point. <laughs> you, you know what I have heard, though? I haven't heard the Ariana Grande is supposed to be good. She's a good artist. I've never listened to any of her stuff. Neither have I. I listened to the one song she had that uh, Soldier Boy was like, she copyrighted the flow from Pity Boy Swag. And she kind of did. And she was like, the guys are on me. And that was literally all of Pretty Boy Swag. Yes. Yeah. Right here is my swag. Oh, the girls are on me. <laughs> right. that was the best part because i was like he's really like he's really tired i mean he's stressed can, out like it, he's it out of breath way. he's out of breath he's damn isn't that isn't that a funny thing right the people that don't have something are upset because they don't have it and they want it bad and the folks that have all of it they're like bro you don't want this shit they, yeah they're just as upset and sad about it this is just too much i don't i don't it's because humans are always looking for something to complain about their issues, even though their issues are there. Once we accept, once people start accepting their issues as their issues, mm. you ain't going to have much to complain about. Talk to them. It's that simple. If you got a problem, you have a problem. 
you it might be like somebody else might be involved, but that's probably because you're involving them. That's uh, that's one of my favorite things to say that people hate the most. Yeah, you got a problem. That's that, your problem, Pimpers. <clears throat> if it's always well, why why do I have to change? Our um, one of our homies used to say it all the time because he would always have complaints. He's like, yo, so you got to pivot. Well, why why does that have to be me? Like, well, you're the one with the issue. Yeah. <laughs> Simple no, enough. No one they, else has yeah, an issue. They ain't coming to me talking about it. You come in talking about it. So, so feel that way, do something. If take not, resp- shut right. Up. Take responsibility. It's it's yeah. You're responsible. You're you're for how you feel. Exactly. <laughs> so if take you want to keep that. hanging out with cuz. Yeah, all that. Keep hanging out with cuz. Or set you some boundaries. Yeah. Get you a new friend. Boundaries. Whatever you got to do. Boundaries are so important. They are. They really are. That's why they're a part of every sport. Yeah. Imagine if you could run through the crowd in basketball. Imagine what high school games would be like. <laughs> Yo, that'd be crazy. And you didn't have to dribble. Niggas would be like hiding behind their mom. You mean the way Khabib plays basketball? Yes. <laughs> like you just... could just, I'll be walking on kids' heads. Move. <laughs> He's trying nah. to get it. <laughs> when you when you mad nice, I mean, you, you, you cross somebody up, run up that aisle in the middle of the bleachers, and the whole front section knows that you're about to crowd surf. So you just dive and they catch you and run you to the bucket. Thanks, shot. <laughs> That will be fire. There will be fights every game. Yeah, there will have to be. Every single game. It will turn into to slam ball, except minus the slamming. It's right. will be like, fuck the game. Let's play with the crowd right now. All right. Pass the ball to the crowd. Cut around your man. One, that one dad that just won't stop talking shit about your team, just turn around beaming at his face. Yep. I was actually having and that exact like, same thought. It's like, play me one-on-one right now. What if you could do that? What if you could just challenge people to one-on-one if they talk too much shit I mean, and the game has to pause for you, a minute? I was going to say, you can always challenge them. They don't have to accept it. Nah, what if, like, they had to accept it? Like, what if, if you get caught talking shit at an NBA game, like, at the end of the quarter, you have to play 30 seconds See me at half player. court. Like, at, 30 seconds? That's a long time. Okay, 15. I'm just, no, I'm just, th- I would say I know, 30. I know, I'm saying, I know it sounds short, but for... for to have to defend a professional athlete Mind for you, 30 seconds. True. But he's not going to take you that serious because he's in the middle of a game. Yeah. And he's not trying to get hurt off your little dumb ass because you're going to do something stupid. Not you, but the person that guarded him is going to do true, something true. stupid. So 30 seconds. Motherfucker's probably just going to make you fall a bunch of times. He's right. just going to dribble around you in a circle, then dunk it or lay it up or hit a three and then just be like, shut your mouth. Then you gotta go sit back down and watch the game. True. Is there are there any new verses on deck? That's a great question. I haven't heard. Oh, of is any. it? Uh, isn't 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 it about to be? Was it GZ and Ti? Yeah, that's the yeah, next yeah, one yeah, they're talking yeah, yeah. about coming up. I that's, see. That was the that was the thing about this, the verses thing. It was so popping when it was like fresh. They ran out of ideas. I th- I think I think they, they ran out of matchups. I I don't think they necessarily ran out of matchups. I think they the the pivot wasn't the right pivot because remember it started with Swiss and uh Timbo, Timbo just going back and forth for years, and then they did basically a beat battle, which is a different type of energy because when you're a producer, you have all these different genres, and then they started to go for the names. So yeah. like, and what well, the second one was Hit Boy and Boy Wonder, and then after that they started to go for the artists which which i i get because the the regular fans don't really know the producers that well but yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a lot of producer battles that they could still do that would be dope even even more writer battles but like i said the 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 casual fans don't don't know the names so it's hard it's harder to market but yeah. i feel like that's the point though because then the casual fans will get to appreciate the folks who work behind the scenes you know no, yeah. You no. got a point. You definitely have a point. I think T.I. might win, but uh, Jeezy's still, I think, I got T.I. winning because I don't really know much of Jeezy's catalog. And Stand I was a Gucci Man fan, so fuck Jeezy. Did you just... Did you just... I mean, you can't say fuck Jeezy. Do that to the boogeyman? You, just, you can't say fuck Jeezy. No, no, I, did that I was to you saying "fuck Jeezy." No, 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 no. That, that was energy from the boogeyman transferred out of my mouth to you. Nah, you nah. know I don't look at myself as a person. Nah, I'm merely a reflection. No, that was energy that I did not generate. Isn't that Family Guy one episode where uh Brian was doing something stupid 
and Peter rolled up the newspaper and was, the newspaper was like, <laughs> no. I think it was Meg. Oh, yeah, Meg oh, was it doing was something Meg. stupid. He was like, no. Wait, did Brian roll up the newspaper and hit Meg? Possibly. I think it, no, it was Stewie. <laughs> Stewie rolled up the newspaper and was like, no, no, Meg. They used to treat Meg like a pig. Yeah. That was amazing. Isn't that uh ah, I just discovered something. But that was wasn't that Mila Kunis? Wada, wada. See how you, different that sounds? What did you do? What did you just discover? La la la. La 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 la. Yeah, cuz la la la. Ba da da da. Are you watching clips of Consuela? <laughs> no. Oh, it might have been. Ah, you might be right. It probably was Consuela. No, that's just what came up. She just says no, no a lot. No. I don't know. I don't you got to you got like search abuse of Meg, then you'll have to, a 40 yeah. minute clip of um, Meg being called all types of names being thrown out of windows. Anything uh anything on your mind? Anything on your mind? Anything worth uh bringing up for this closing segment of 10 second reviews <clears throat> just for a recap though we did uh They call me Disco by Terrace Martin. It got a 27. Shout out to you, Terrace. Everything I do gets a DJ flip. And we also finished off the Busta Rhymes it was, it extinction. Was, it was Terrace Martin and Rick Wilson. Though. And Rick Wilson. I'm sorry, Rick. Rick out. Yeah, and we did uh, Busta Rhymes redropped his album with the Reloaded for extra tracks. So we got to update his score. Ended up with a 2-2. A, a Upgraded from a 2-1 to a 2-2. Shout out to Busta Rhymes. I'm going to give him a, a clue bomb for Extinction Level event. You can't freak the clue bomb. It takes too long. But, um... Sure you can. Nah, you can freak it. But then we got to wait, like, seven more it, seconds for it to finish. Just talk over it, man. There we go. See you just being extra. See, I'm see what I have to extra. do. You see, do you guys see what I have to deal with? You see how often I apologize when I speak over you. And if you don't see what I have to deal with, that means you're not watching on YouTube, and you should be to subscribe. I treat all entities of sound the same. Search for us hashtag Ten Second Reviews. We will gobble up that first page. Shout out to everybody that voted. We don't know what the fuck is about to happen. Yep, this is day day two. This is November day two fourth. of. We don't know who the president is yet. <laughs> Day two of do you want to be the president in, of the United States? Um, I think both candidates are kind of off it at this point. Kind of. <laughs> oh, you mean off it isn't over it. Yeah, like I think Joe is at a point where like, if I lose, I lose. Fuck it. And Biden's at a point where like. Uh, I'm, about to, I'm about to Google I said this. Joe and Biden. You sure did. You might be off it. I'm, brother, I, ain't had my, I haven't had my chips and guac today. Mm. I've been off my rocker. Uh oh. Joe Biden 264 to Donald Trump 214. Okay, so he needs six more, literally. Yes, but there's four states left, and uh, Joe Biden leads in Nevada, and Donald Trump leads in Pennsylvania, North Carolina, and Georgia. How many votes is Nevada? Uh. Does it say? Wow, that's crazy. All of Nevada, the whole middle of Nevada is red. And the outskirts is blue. <laughs> Reno and Vegas are blue. Um, it oh, doesn't shit, say how, everybody. how many votes. Uh, I was about to say, Reno and Vegas is literally everybody. Everybody else is worm farmers. <laughs> worm farmers in the desert. Um, let me see. That's why they're in the desert, because they ain't growing nothing. Oh, so that's okay. Nevada... Nevada has six electoral votes. Oh, so he literally just needs to get Nevada. Yep, if he gets Nevada, he wins. If, okay. he, if he gets Nevada, Joe Biden wins. Yeah. Um. This has been a weird... This is weird. This is like kind of like last election. It's like two candidates where... There's one where we really don't want them, and then there's one where it's like, we could do better, but given who our option is... Let's, let's let's rock out <laughs> like you know what i mean like it's just one of those times again second election in a row where it's just like all right let's let's see how this goes 
Let's see how this goes. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's which it's, is frightening, huh? It's at this scary. point we say frightening, but I'm just like maybe I'm not old enough to really be impacted by the be impacted by the like stuff like that. Stuff like what? They don't pay bills for real, for real. I don't. That's funny. Like, I don't pay like super dumb taxes. I don't own a house on that. Like in the leveling up tax brackets yet, at least. So some of the shit that's going on, I don't necessarily have to pay attention to it right now because it's not a part of my life. So all this shit to me, it's not frightening. It's just like, what? Like, how is this even going on? And it's. It's funny seeing somebody like Donald Trump be elected lets you know that shit. You can do anything. One, you can do anything. Two, nothing is as simple as it seems. There's literally nothing as cut simple as it seems. Yeah. You would think that even the dumbest of people would know that Donald Trump does not need to be in a political office. But if everybody, everybody has their reasons for everything. Yeah. So nothing is as simple as it seems. Nor as complicated as we make it. Ain't too hard. But it ain't that easy. Peace, y'all.